I was recently at a 90s themed birthday party and it was all out. Uh-huh. It was a skating rink party, dude. Like everybody dressed up. Cool. Um it was it was a lot of fun. It was a 90s party. And a lot of the the party's favor, party favors, party's favors. They're uh-huh. known as. <laughs> were uh, 90s themed as well, right? So you had stuff okay. like Ring Pops. It's a juicy jewel of flavor. Ring Pop. Why do I still know the song? I don't know. Um, but there was another party favor there from the 90s that really got me thinking. I just want to pitch something to you here. You ready for okay. a new product yeah. idea? Yeah, I'm excited. Let's hear it. Because I feel like there's a lot of the things that we grew up with that have like aged up with us. You know, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, we're bringing back Ecto Cooler. We're we're making all kinds of <laughs> yeah, beers okay. and stuff that taste like fun sodas, like Pixie Stick, fucking seltzer beer, and shit like this. Yeah. Right? Uh huh. I'm just saying. What if a real glow up that we had was lip smackers? You remember uh, lip smackers? Yes, of course I do. What if they just brought it back as a roll on lube? A roll-on personal <laughs> lubricant lip smackers. What do you think? Still with all the iconic flavors yeah. like cherry cola and Absolutely stuff like that. Great. Uh-huh. Lip smackers. Lip smackers roll-on lubricant. Yeah, yes. all right. And, and it's, yeah, it tastes good. It's got, you know, so, you know, if you, if you want to use it with a lover for some oral sex, but also it serves the purpose of just lubricating whatever it is you're fucking... Just gloss them lips up, you know? Gloss them lips up. Gloss them up. <laughs> Shiny. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, them things looking a little matte. All right? Yeah. They looking d- a little satiny. <laughs> gloss them lube. up. Lube them up. With some up. lip smackers, lip you know? Lip smackers. Personal lubricant. Yeah. Hollow lip smackers, we got you. <laughs> Dead and Lovely has all of the innovative product ideas on our brand newest episode, in which we are talking about one, Demons. That's right. <laughs> Demons from 1980, what? 1985. 85, that's right. Here with the host with the most, be your good buddy, Uncle Ben. And me, Hollywood Steve. And we're demons. We're real demony now. I'm a frog that became a man. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to get straight onto the movie review, there's a timestamp for you in the podcast description. But before we do that, we're going to shoot the shit, talk about what we've been watching. I'm going to crack open a co-beer code, and we're going to have a good time. I just got to go ahead and get into this co-beer. You ready for this? Bring it. All right. I'm a shotgun the motherfucker. So here's the thing. Shotgun. (laughs) I would not shotgun this for multiple reasons. Um, This is an untitled art beer that our good buddy Roger Dean Miller bequeathed upon me. Hell yeah. And I'm stoked about this because it, it, it is a... Ice cream waffle pastry stout. Oh, dang. Excuse me? Yeah. Okay. I want that. How about that? that? 8% of alcohol and a waffle ice cream stout? What? Damn. I mean, seriously, like, what you're saying to me right now sounds so good. Like, I I immediately, like, started salivating a little bit. So, I'm interested to hear how that is. Yeah. Let's see here. Oh man, dude, it it smells really fucking good. It Hell smells yeah. like you took a a you know ice cream laden waffle uh-huh. and Delicious. drenched it 
in a tasty dark beer. Oof. Let's just find out about this flavor. Let's put, see if they put some taste on it over there in the I untitled sure hope they did. art factory. Yeah, they they usually put the taste pills in there, really amp it up. That's how Jesus I like it. Jesus fucking Christ. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What? How does that taste like waffles? Like, it straight up tastes like <laughs> waffles and chocolate ice cream. Holy that, shit. Oh, man, I, I have to have a fucking waffle now. Oh, my God. I but now, like, the aftertaste one. is, like, maple too. That's awesome. Sounds great. Oh, my God. Dude, honestly, like, the aftertaste, I think it's, like, the waffle and the maple flavor. And there's uh-huh. probably, I would imagine there's some lactose or something in here to give it yeah, that ice creamy probably. flavor. It's giving me the aftertaste of a fucking bowl of Waffle Crisp cereal. You remember Waffle Crisp? Ooh, yummy. Fuck. Yeah. That shit was so good, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah, man. Holy way to go moly. Untitled Thanks, Roger. Damn. And way Roger to go RDM, the Chicago yeah. boy, man. He's up there being a Yankee. All my Ooh. fucking Tennessee boys selling out, going to Yankeeville. <laughs> Chicago was like heavy in the Yankee days. They Hell were sending yeah. the gangsters. They sent uh, Al Capone, sent all of his friends. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> now he's up there being one of them. That's right. RDM, our guy, he, is, he has moved on from cinema and is going to start a new job. Mysterious. I'm excited Ooh. to hear what's going on. He's up there in Chicago just training for it. He's what they got him those- doing? Fucking FBI um, um, black sites, you know, oh, where it's, it's all oh, no. super secret. They're training him in the ways of what he needs to do for his new profession, man. It's going to be some dark shit. I, it sounds like it. I, I'm going to be careful then if next time there's a Don't cocktail. piss him off. You're right. Shit. Take the you to D an FBI and RDM, black site. It stands for Roger Deadly Miller. Ah. <laughs> wow. I never knew that. But yeah, fuck, it yeah, makes Roger sense, Denny. really. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's pretty damn nice here in Tennessee. I tell you what, we're starting to get a case of the early falls. It's still a little, it's still a little warm, a little humid, but you know how it is. Like oh, the yeah. angle mm-hmm. of the light is changing. Yeah. Uh, Kate and I were running errands earlier and ended up going into a dang old TJ Maxx store and spending way too much money on all the cool Halloween shit that they Hell got. Yeah. We got this fucking like. Three and a half foot tall, like I, I don't know what it's made of. It's like ceramic or, or something. Um, it's like a like an old timey looking ghost holding a pumpkin. Looks very nineteen oh, fifties. Cool. It's fucking sick, man. It's great. That's awesome. Uh, did you get while you were there? Did you get anything that says like live laugh spook or something like that? No, I need to go back Damn. and get some of that yeah. because it's just not a home without that, is it? It's <laughs> you not gotta a home. Live laugh and then something. You gotta do it. Those are the three All things right. you do at home. I'll be on the lookout for that. I'll be on the lookout. <laughs> yep. See what yeah. we can do about it. How's things over there in Yankeeville, Portland? It is It is also uh, getting folly here. We did have a, a 90-something degree day, but it was actually it was pretty nice. There was a lot of heat lightning, and apparently people in Portland didn't know what the hell that was. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They don't teach them about that. They're just too yeah. busy teaching them about sticking a dang old feather in their cap and calling it a macaroni. What do they know about heat lightning? Not a damn thing, I tell you Listen that. now, I don't want you making fun of our macaroni up here. We all wear it. Everybody's got a feather in their cap, and we call it macaroni. And everybody agrees I, that's listen. what it's called. <laughs> That seems like a strange, strange tradition, if you ask me. Well, it's a Yankee Doodle thing. You don't get it. 
I couldn't understand it. Ain't one, ain't never been one. I just don't get it. I don't <laughs> likely get it. Around here, macaroni, something you serve up at the church, BBQ. That's what you do. That's you right. You put it yeah. in a big old pan, cover it in cheese. Fuck yeah. That's what we call a macaroni. <laughs> yeah, you know by what I the mean? way, if I, because I've, I've had that craving for some just southern ass food, and I'd tear up a church BBQ right now. Some coleslaw, a little bit of barbecue, mac and cheese, maybe. I don't know. What else might be there? Watermelon. All sorts of great and, stuff. And the Lord. The Lord. Uh, Jesus be there. He's delicious. Mm-hmm. Guy's full of wine. No alcohol will be there. That's for sure. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. God damn. Just the way he intended. <laughs> just the way he intended for it to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Southerners will invite you to a barbecue and you're like, hell yeah, it's going to be great. And you're eating that food and you're like, all right, what's to drink? And they're like, well, we got sodas. We got Coke. <laughs> you got Coke. Which type you want? Sprite Coke? Mountain Dew Coke? Yeah, orange. You orange want your yellow dope? A yellow dope. Yeah. Yellow dope is one of those just so oddly specific things that I'm sure would confuse anyone that wasn't born within like 30 miles of us, right? Yeah, the people listening right now are probably like, what the hell is yellow dope? Yeller That's, dope. It's um, uh, mellow yellow. My grandfather called it yellow dope. I mean, that is some old-timey fucking country shenanigans right there. Is what that it is. is. It absolutely is. Yeah, yeller dope. You ever meet somebody who's so fucking country they love a knee-high? Knee-high. <laughs> now, that is country as fuck, dude. That's like people that are so country <laughs> that they think Coca-Cola done sold out. Yeah. <laughs> Coca-Cola knee sold high. out. I'm on the knee-high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. that's awesome. I, I fucked up. I I uh, I definitely though am enjoying the the much better, more fall like weather here in Canada. I mean, it, it does mean a lot of rain here, but um, it, it also means that it man the smells when we got here in November, just the smells. It is it. There's so much nature around this city. And you just get these great wafts, like, uh, you know, in the spring, there's just so many flowers blooming, you get these great wafts of, of spring, but here, when it hits that fall, boy, it just smells like a damn, a damn ass forest, I'll tell you that. Well, what do and y'all know about nature? You guys go out there, and you just grab up every plum old weed you can and start to smoking on it. <laughs> That's all you, yeah. y'all's doing out there, is smoking yeah, on every damn thing you can find. That's what we do. Listen, I... I I walk out the door and I just see people picking random herbs and they're like, I wonder what this does. Never can tell. You never, never can, can tell. tell. Yep. Mm-hmm. Never can tell. Y'all yep. just try anything you can. Bunch of heathens. Bunch of heathens. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, we, ha- we haven't done much this week other than have a nice weather time. We hung out with our guy, Rudy Rockmore, uh, had a couple of co-beers. And uh, mm-hmm, other than mm-hmm. that, we've just been sitting home watching movies. What have you been up to? Man, it's been reasonably chill trying to get my, my work balance on and stuff. I had, you know what? Okay. <laughs> maybe 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 a moment of personal growth. I don't know. I didn't enjoy it, though. I kicked and screamed the whole time through a temper. <laughs> I kicked my little feet. My shoes and socks flew off. Okay. I had uh, I had like two days in a row where I was like, oh, I have a reasonable amount of time free. I have time to make some video stuff. And I had like uh-huh. a video planned I wanted to do. And like every now and then when I turn the camera on, it's just like 
I just forget how to do anything. It's like not only do oh, I forget yeah. how to play guitar, mm-hmm. but also I forget how talk. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, my usual reaction is just like, okay, so something that should take an hour, let's spend five hours beating it to death. You know. Yeah. Yeah. To get it done. Um, yeah. That happened Thursday, and I had to put it down because we had somewhere to go. And I was like, yeah, it's whatever. I'll I'll do it. I'll do it Friday. So then, like, Friday, I had all day. I was super excited to be making some video stuff. Same deal. Like, brain was just not working. I mean, I, you know, maybe I just needed some rest time from all the, the the woodshed guitar camp stuff and all the shows I just played recently. I don't know. But either way, my head was just not in it. And, uh, man, I was getting real, real, real frustrated. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, I got I got the word from the higher up. You know what I mean? My lady oh, telling me okay. maybe it's time just to... Just to put it away for a moment. Maybe you just uh-huh. lay it down for a while. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's how she talks. She honestly. talks like that. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what she sounds like. Oh, Ben, why don't you just lay that video down? Come <laughs> Dude, on, I'm in telling here. you. <laughs> <laughs> She's always talked that way. Absolutely. Um, I, I made myself do it. I had a beer. I walked the dogs. I read a, a graphic novel called Stab Them All, which was oh. pretty pretty strange it's pretty interesting and just tried to fucking lay it down and ignore it uh-huh. and um and, and not not stress out about it because there wasn't necessarily a deadline and maybe i could do it next week or whatever so i took the rest of the weekend and just chilled really hard actually that night is when i recorded that that shining episode oh yeah uh, for our patreon there where i reviewed the book which is get, the best get the hell over there to patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely become a patron on just a one dollar level and you get access mm. to that episode uh, as well as the hell rankers episode and the addendum episodes all sorts of good stuff do it, it and this uh, by the way i listened to this episode I oh my it. god mm-hmm. did you rate it. review on itunes <laughs> i ran yeah i ran out rate and reviewed our show and i was like we, we're great killing it hell yeah book is so good man it was really good it was actually fun just to like sit down and do that episode just totally off the cuff with no obligation of like i need to do this to get views and make money and what would be a good thumbnail it's just like i don't know just fucking make something there's yeah there's no there's no risk you have the time you have the equipment just talk about something fun um it was fun for me to do that and uh definitely great to finish that book up holy fuck it's so good man um so yeah, just trying to learn how to walk away, and then sure enough, you know, like weekend was chill, Monday rolls around, I have some free time, and I'll like knock that video out like super fast because I'm not stressed out about it and on edge and knock out some other stuff too. So uh-huh. yeah, little little moments of just like trying to learn how to just walk away when something's not working. The work will be better if you just let it come to you. You know Man. what I mean? We had a similar experience because we are we're uh, in the throes of working on Legacy of Brutality episode on John Carpenter's Apocalypse to come out third Friday of this month, uh, and we were we were trying to figure something out, and it really was just like my brain could not wrap around it. Like I just couldn't get my brain to work. Uh, and it, it just takes some time stepping away, not thinking about it, getting your mind off it, think of something else. And finally, everything just kind of makes sense, you know, and your brain gets back to it. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's old brain. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it is, but right. uh, getting that fresh perspective is really helpful. Sometimes it do help, man. Sometimes it do help. What have you been watching? Yeah. 
Oh man, we have. I mean, uh, uh, the the uh, uh, Fast and Furious Hell Rankers is up, and I think you know uh, uh, I've talked about that a good bit. But we we finished that series, so if you want to know. Uh, what I thought about all those Fast and Furious movies, head on over to Patreon.com again uh, for, Man, for that. Episode. I did a little bit of uh, Furious in myself this week. We watched oh, yeah. dang old F8 of the Furious, yeah. that 8th one in the series. We watched that the other day, and uh-huh. I, I I thought that it was definitely like 10 pounds of shit in a 5-pound sack. Like There was just so <laughs> yeah. much going on. Like It was so... So little, like, ground-level, like, street racing stuff, and it's just like, I don't know, we're secret government agents, and uh, fucking Charlize Theron is a very unlikable villain with, like, no charisma, <laughs> and there's just way too much shit going on. Like, yeah. I, I kind of looked at it this way. Like, if the first Fast and the Furious movies where they're, like, you know, fucking stealing DVD-VCR combos, if that was, like, the Ant-Man level, F- uh, F8 was, like, fucking Endgame, where it's, like ultra high stakes huge everything is ginormous you know uh-huh yeah yeah that's i mean seven was too seven was gigantic yeah yeah, yeah it was it was yeah they just get bigger uh it, it's insane um i i won't say too much about it because we talked uh, for an hour and 45 minutes about it on patreon but uh i i definitely think you're gonna you're gonna have a fun time with nine I okay so. all yeah. right all right yeah. Um, now, what is that one called? F. Uh, oh shit! Because <laughs> the names are no, just ridiculous. No, that's F nine. Yeah, that that one's F nine. Yeah, we talk a good F9. bit about the the uh, uh, titling conventions in that episode, and I'll tell you this: like they have Fast X, and I don't know if you heard this, but they have three Fast X's. Like, so Fast Nuh-uh. X just came out, and then next will be Fast X Part. Two. Nuh-uh. Yes. Hang on. And- is, is fucking is like Capcom in charge of this? Is next gonna be like <laughs> Fast Two Turbo Champion I Edition? Hope what the fuck's going on? So that would be awesome, dude. That would be great. I love that. I because I was wondering how they're going to because like Fast X Part Two. That's a twist. That's a twist on every single time they've got a new twist on how the title's gonna work. Uh, I wonder if, though, because introducing the X was the first time they introduced the Roman numeral, but then they're not treating it like a Roman numeral because they're calling it Fast X. So they could, theoretically, on Fast X Part 3, name it Fast X Roman numeral 3. That would be massively confusing. (laughs) Yes. And I love it. I want it to happen. Wow. Holy shit. Okay, well, I'll watch nine. Hopefully, it'll be a little bit more fun. Yeah, eight, I just thought, like, this is just too much, right? Uh, it's, No, I don't think it's too much. Uh, <laughs> I, I, no. I, I th- <laughs> If you... D- okay. There's problems with F8, that, uh, uh, or Fate of the Furious, that I have, for sure. I, I don't think it being too much is the problem, because F9 goes even further, and I loved it. So okay, okay, yeah. So I, I I don't think that's the problem, but I do think the primary problem with Fate of the Furious is uh, that uh, Dom is about family. All right, mm, yeah. Mm, what the yes. fuck were they thinking with that movie? Because you tell us Dom suddenly is like, I'm not about family. No, shut up. <laughs> Get the fuck out of yeah. here. That's not Dom. That's somebody else, uh-uh. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we also watched Asteroid City. 
Um, oh, I want to watch that, man. A Daniel Dub Dub Anderson, as I call him. Oh, A Dub Anderson. Semicolon Wes. A Dub. Anderson. Yeah. I'm Love with it. it. Love it. You are totally. Asteroid City uh, immediately rocketed up bo- both uh, Anna and my my list of favorite Wes Anderson movies. She she says it might very well be her favorite. I think it's definitely top three for me. I think it's so gorgeously shot, so wonderfully silly, so also wonderfully like poignant at times, and then also the cast is just outrageous. So that's something I was wondering about, dude. It's like the cast list is so fucking colossal. I'm like, does this movie have 50 characters in it? How can I care about any of them? Like, are are they all just like extras where it's like, you know, whatever. Bill Murray is guy in bathroom stall who taps his foot twice. Like, (laughs) what? How are there that many characters in this fucking movie? Watch it. You'll find out. All right. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah. Asteroid City was great. Galaxy Quest. Yeah, Yeah, man. It's still good, in case you were wondering. We it's, actually almost watched that last week. It's funny you watched that one. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, CGI, not great. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, no. But it doesn't It doesn't matter. It's not one of those movies where you're yeah. like, oh, man, it fucking, it broke me out of the drama. I was about to cry, and then I noticed the CG. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you're not. Who no. cares? It's fucking no, Tim the Tool, it, Tool Man Taylor in space. Who cares? Yeah, yeah it's silly. And it, it was fun. And, uh, like... I think like you know you got a great cast there. It's it's like you know Tony Shalhoub and Sam Rockwell are just kind of side characters because you know they haven't broke entirely yet at this point, which is wild because they're both great actors. Uh, yeah. And Scorney Weaver and fucking uh, you know everybody else. Uh, the the comedy people especially who are mostly the people playing the the weird aliens with all the same haircut. Uh, are also bringing it hard. They're very funny. Like I, I like I like Galaxy Quest a good bit. Definitely worth yeah, it's fun. a rewatch if you've seen it before, or if you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, watched a movie that we've seen before, uh, that Dungeons and Dragons movie. Just rewatched it for fun. I like that movie. Check it I out. I need to watch it, man. Still yeah. got to it. It's. I mean, it's good. It's a fun time. I. I, I just. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I don't have anything more to say about it. It's got that feller what looks like Gary Johnson from Team America World Police in it, right? Um, yeah, I it does. You're talking about he the does Chris look Pine? like Gary Johnson. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely does. That's um, all I've ever seen him as. Huh? Yeah. No, I never thought about that. But yes, they're, they're very similar looking. Um, we watched a movie that is a a Hong Kong horror. Uh, kung fu action thing. Uh, I'm already on board with whatever it is. Sign yeah, me up. and you should be. It is the seventh curse, and it is awesome as fuck. <laughs> and everybody should go watch it. It's on Tubi. The seventh it's a good times. Yeah. Is this new or old? Old. Eighty six, I think. Okay. It is directed. Uh, you might not know this movie, but if you do. Uh, it'll probably intrigue you. Directed by the guy who directed uh, Ricky O, Story of Ricky. Big, I've heard that's good, but I've never yeah, seen it. Yeah, big gruesome type of martial arts movie. A whole lot of gore. This uh, whole lot of gore, whole lot of really cool practical effects. Um, it's it's fun. It's silly. Uh, good time. It, it, it honestly, like, 
Like, watch it. It and demons are not related, really, in any way. But uh, the vibe is similar, I'd say. So I just sent you a bunch of pictures of Chris Pine and Gary Johnson, by the way. <laughs> Great. Just I'm so excited. you know. Just so I know. <laughs> Let um, me know if you can tell who's who, okay? Yeah, I will. I'll go through them in a second. <laughs> on uh, on Friday night on the screaming chat, we watched a movie called Next of Kin, which is a uh, early '80s Australian thriller horror crikey. type of thing. Yeah, crikey! Uh, they said a lot, and they put so many shrimps on Barbies. It was mm. wild, and the drop bears, the screams of the shrimps. Oh, and the drop bears. Oh, you got it. You got to beware the drop bears. Uh, it, I uh, f- full disclosure. We get home like 10 minutes before the screaming chat now because it's so early here. Um, and uh, I was cooking through about half of this, but it seemed really cool. <laughs> so I definitely want to rewatch it and just pay attention to it because it had a lot of cool stuff going for it. Uh, and then on, on Sunday night, we watched a movie I've watched very recently, The Pope's Exorcist, which is uh, still just stupid and um uh, dumb and fun and russell crowe is having a blast in it so well worth uh the time i think man no, it is an hour i'll watch 40. it sometime this week i like i almost watched it this past week and i was like ah no i'm not really in the mood to watch something like new or anything so yeah i'll have to get around to it because i mean if yeah. i get to see fucking russell crowe fucking fighting around the world and fighting around the underworld i'm definitely signing on yeah it's it really is him just having a blast that is the enjoyable part but there's also a lot of practical effects stuff and uh alex esso from starry eyes and some mike flanagan stuff is is in it there's there's some there's some good bits to it but it really like i i enjoy it so much because it's dumb fun to me uh, I, I'm not even going to begin to claim it's a great movie. So if you don't <laughs> like it, I get it. Uh, All right. Also, also, we've been watching uh, uh, She-Hulk and Harley Quinn season four. Harley Quinn's so fucking good. I've, Man, I've already talked about I haven't about watched She-Hulk a single before. episode. I still haven't. You need to get on it. Uh, I mean, like, it's it's such a great show. They've, like... I don't know. I think they've done such a great job of of dealing with characters in a very fun, funny way while also like dealing with like the actual like character traits and and, and how they might play out in a, in an attempted real world relationship type of scenario, I guess. Like they they definitely have made Harley the you know far more dimensionalized character than than you see in say the the Suicide Squad or uh, that Harley Quinn movie though they gave her more dimension in that Harley Quinn movie for sure this hmm, is okay. this is way more in depth of her Poison Ivy uh, several other characters and just just fun it's a fun time uh, so hilarious and and also just uh, you know uh, also touching at times. The Valentine's Day special was really sweet. Okay, I need to get yeah. on it, man. Yeah, you do. Yeah, check it out. Um, and yeah, that's what that's what we've been watching. What y'all been up to? Man, a couple, two, three things. Had <laughs> time to watch a couple of things this week, man. Um, last night we watched The Gift, which Sam is fucking great. Yeah, dude. So yeah, like, okay. mm-hmm. I had seen that movie, I mean, forever ago. Like, it's probably been right. fucking 20 years ago. And, you know, I I was completely unaware it was a 
Sam Raimi movie. So, like, we were just going through trying to find something to watch there last night, and it's like, oh, yeah, The Gift. Oh, wait, shit, this has Keanu Reeves in it? Wait, Billy Bob Thornton wrote it? Wait, it's got Giovanni Ripsi in it? Like, wait, like, the cast and the people involved in it are kind of bonkers. And then the credits yep. start, and it's, like, directed by Sam Raimi, and I was like, what the fuck? How did I not know that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's definitely one of those movies that uh, feels less Raimi- I, it does. I think, which he's got, like, he shows his range. He shows his ability. Like, he, he could do a straight, serious horror movie if he wants to, but also, it's more fun when it's funny. But the gift's yeah. really good. It's really, really good, man. There's some performances and stuff in there that are just fucking fantastic, man. Especially Giovanni Ripsey. Damn, dude. He is <laughs> just a, a, a destroyed person. Have in that you? Movie. Is this a, is this, have you only read his name before? Yeah, yeah, that's how it's set. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ripsy. Ripsy. Yeah. Yeah. R- Ripsy. <laughs> I love Rib it. Ribsmacker. Giovanni the Ribsmacker. That's him. Yeah. Yeah, that's his wrestling name. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, it. So, yeah, yeah, great. really good. We should totally do that on the show. I love, like, Absolutely. swampy southern mm-hmm. horror. Like, there's yes. so few things that do it really well. Like, the gift does it great. The fucking. Uh-huh. First season of uh, True Detective oh, fucking man. nails it. So like good. creepy yeah. Southern is a thing, man. It is, yeah, yeah. Southern Gothic, yeah. It, it's definitely very much a thing, and and um, I I very much love the Bayou setting for yeah. Southern Gothic. It's kind of perfect. It's so dreary and decomposy and mysterious. Yeah, I I love that. Plus the Mirepoix. Yeah, you the got Trinity. the Mirepoix. <laughs> You're down there. You got the mirepoix. That's just and how it is. Chatteries gives yeah. it that spice. Mm-hmm. Gives you it that get... zang. <laughs> and if you mm. want to do a real good shrimp boil, apparently, uh, sunny delight is the thing <laughs> that I've seen. What the people fuck are use... you talking about? <laughs> I've seen no. it used so goddamn many times on TikTok videos where they're like, "We gonna make this combo here, and we got this over here, some shrimp boil." <laughs> <laughs> just pour no. fucking Sunny D and like what all the fuck do they shit. know? I don't like, know, dude. I swear, there's so many fucking goddamn TikTok cooking videos that are just made to make you do the stupid thing. That I know, like, yeah. There's no yeah. fucking way, Sunny yeah, D. I'm not putting no fucking corn syrup laden bullshit yeah, in my that food. That is legit, though. That is legit. I, listen, I don't. I I don't subscribe to your a- anti uh, uh, cheap ingredient. <laughs> but Listen I to do you. understand you what you're saying. You don't forget how to talk, Yankee. They've made you forget D. how to make a good food and how to talk, son. Yeah, when, <laughs> when it comes to Sunny D, I'm with you. It's Sunny it's D's gross. gross. It is Ugh. gross. Yeah. You yeah. remember the way it would just like coat your teeth? Ugh. Yeah, doesn't it have brominated oil in it? <laughs> like it's like, yeah, you really shouldn't have that. <laughs> I, you shouldn't have that in you. It's got some crazy shit in it, uh, but like whatever, man. Hey, listen, if you feed me some bomb ass shrimp that's been boiled in Sunny D, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna eat it. If you tell okay. me it's boiled in Sunny D before you feed it to me, I might be a little apprehensive, but I'm still gonna try it. I mean, I, if it helps to redeem myself, I did hear from yeah. reliable sources that uh, the best pho place here in town, other uh-huh. than my wife's kitchen. Yeah, uh, beat a Saigon in Knoxville. Apparently, they fucking put like Sprite in their broth. 
Like they fucking Great. dump Sprite in it. Yeah. What's Apparently that's that? the thing. And yeah. I fucking love. Well, I mean, you know, high fructose corn syrup and junk and stuff, but it is really tasty. <laughs> oh, you got that? I want to keep living, money. <laughs> I know, right? What's the matter with me? The rest Fuck. of us are like fucking loaded up. <laughs> you got Let me more have a fun time there, and cash me out. It. <laughs> Fuck it. I watched that. Uh, I watched that dang old Ouija Origin of Evil the other night. Now, listen, I ain't about to invite no Ouija powers into my house. Well, you know no, what I, mean? I understand. You don't want the devil coming in. I don't want none of that satanic stuff up in here i don't know, want none of that devilry i don't want none mm-hmm. of it but i Who watched does? this movie i called my my youth group leader afterwards and talked to him back so it's fine dave yeah dave, yeah, dave. i watched a, a ouija movie mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. he said some yeah. prayers and fixed it all i bet he talked to the big man for me <laughs> yeah. you know oh, he's well, close I'll to the big man uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> um so i haven't seen any of these ouija movies uh you've told me that they in general are not good except for this one, which is a uh, it's a Flanagan joint. Are there, right? Are there more than two? I think there's just two. There might be more than two, though. Obviously, I I, I thought I there was pay- three. Are there? Okay, yeah. I only paid attention to the Flanagan one because you know I had watched a couple of his his earlier movies and I was like, yeah, give it a shot. But I never watched the first one <laughs> until yeah. uh, I think uh, uh, last year, and it's shit. <laughs> it is so bad. It's not fun at all. But I remember you saying that Origin of Evil was good, and I asked yeah. you, it's like, hey, do I need to have watched the other one to enjoy no. this? And you're like, no, just go for it. And, dude, it's it's pretty good. Like, yeah. there's some stuff in there that is very, like, um, you know, it, it's set in the past and stuff, obviously, and it's uh-huh. very, like, of that time, like, where they yeah. put, like, cigarette burns in the corner and shit. Right, That's kind of yeah. cheeky and fun. Um, the movie... As far as like setup and building the atmosphere and stuff is really solid. Yeah, I it, think that it's at its weakest when it has to be a horror movie, and it's like yeah. uh big big stretchy mouth. I don't know. Uh huh. Yeah, that like, I agree that's with like, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think uh the yeah the characters and and the the like tension bits are really good. Yeah, I mean Becky's in it. We got we got the yeah, actress she's who great. Becky. Yeah, she's 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 always been good. Uh, and then the mom is is in Haunting of, of Hill House, I think, and yeah, and the like, family stone. Oh yeah, one right. Of my Christmas favorites. Yes. Uh huh. So yeah, I, I, a lot of good performances in there. I, yeah, I'm not saying it's anything revolutionary, but it's definitely a a, a fine time. Yeah, totally, man. I, I wish that you know, considering they're sticking with this 60s, 70s kind of vibe for the movie. Yeah. Um. I mean, I really do wish they would have just done some like shitty practical effects. Like that would have been so much yeah, better than showing so, me the the I CGI agree. stuff. I agree. And yeah. I, I mean, there was parts in there like where there's the, uh, I guess it's like the you know demon or whatever, where it's just that that like black uh, beast thing. Like that yeah. looks pretty cool. But yeah, it does. Yeah. Some of the other effects kind of took me out, but it was still okay. And it was only like an hour and a half. I wasn't mad yeah. at it. Yeah, it's it's a. It's a quick romp through a little Mike Flanagan fun, and I feel like you little know, Flanny it, fun, mm-hmm. little Flanny, Flanny fun. fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel yep. like honestly, like it's not even his worst movie or worst project. Uh, mm. So like, it's it's uh, it's not even one of the things I would say is like, oh, if you're trying to fill out your Flanagan uh, filmography checklist, you, you definitely watch it. Uh, it it's better than uh, you know that fucking. 
recent show they made off of that series from uh the the writer god damn it it was a teenage thing shit and fuck it was so bad what was that called the midnight society or midnight club or whatever yeah something like midnight mass no midnight mass is great that's okay, because awesome. I was gonna say, wait, I thought that one was supposed to be good. I haven't watched it yet, though. Yeah, uh, the the, the Midnight Club or whatever yeah. is is shit. It's absolutely Aww. terrible. And then the second season of of uh, Hill House was bleh. like he's got some stuff that I would say is worse than Ouija Origin of Evil. So check out Ouija Origin of Evil. All right, we uh, we watched Monster House the other day over oh, a cool. brunch. Old R- RDM time. actually recommended that one to us as yeah, well. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is fun, man. That's just a, a good, fun, animated Halloweeny yeah. romp with some some really fun visuals and stuff in it. That was a good Saturday afternoon, right there. Yeah, written by Community's Dan Harmon, though he's, he That's said right. there were definitely like a lot of changes to it, but he he wrote it, and you can kind of tell sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a fun watch, man. I'll I'll totally check that one out again. And then easily the best thing that we watched, the best thing that I've seen in recent memory. Um, and, and you've seen it and sung its praises many times before, okay. but I'd never gotten around to watching the series Over the Garden Wall, yes! which is a fucking 20 out of 10. Yes, Dude, it is. Oh my God, it's so good. It is yep. so fucking good. And I love that they're just like 15 minute episodes. Like just crank a yeah. few out, put it down, come back the next day, watch a couple mm-hmm. more. Like I think we watched the entire thing and maybe... I mean, it was a week. Um, yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I, I loved it it's so great. much. Like, it's I, so I don't gorgeous. know anything about like mm-hmm. who made it, what else they've done. Have they done anything else that I need to watch? Because I'll watch anything that's like this. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, I guarantee that uh, a lot of our listeners will tell you because that everybody loves it. I, I don't know. I know Anna knows for sure, but uh, yeah, I, I very much love it. Like the. The animation style and the different animation styles they use, like there's so many, so cool. they kind of like go through and stuff. And then, I mean, the humor, the story, all of it, it's it's so fucking good. It, and it's just so well performed. You got Elijah Wood as the our our main guy Wart, and then his little yeah. brother, who's clearly voiced by an actual child, and it it's dude it's perfect. Greg is yeah. the greatest character that has ever appeared in fiction. He yep. must be protected at, at all costs. Cost. <laughs> yeah, I, I have fact, definitely. <laughs> I have saying um, potatoes and molasses every oh, day man, since I watched that one. show. It has just been in my head all the fucking time. All the little musical bits. I mean, the songs and stuff, but also just the background music is so fucking good. Yeah, it is. Dude. I, I loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think that, like, um, I, I didn't know going in exactly what I was getting into, because it, it isn't for kids, exactly. Though I don't, I don't think, you know, it's above kids' heads. But, mm-hmm. like, it, it's definitely dealing with, you know, a lot of things about, like, trauma and loss and things like that like but it's it's also you know got a town full of uh, skeletons that wear pumpkins on their head <laughs> like it's, it's and a riverboat full of frogs a riverboat of frogs yeah my god <laughs> it was so i loved cute. it i loved it so much it almost felt like like every episode was like the high point of some cool ass old school you know, Squaresoft RPG that I have. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like just yeah. the high points, you know? 
Uh-huh, yeah. No, I, I would absolutely agree. How'd you feel about aunt, Auntie Whispers? Oh, my God. Terrifying. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. That was, like, very um, uh, fucking... Uh, what's his name? Fucking Spirited Away, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miyazaki, uh-huh. Miyazaki, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, like, very Miyazaki feeling to me, and so weird and out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I yeah, I God, very much I enjoyed it. it. Well, maybe if we ever get a chance, we could just sit down and do some sort of Patreon episode or something about it, because I, I think it's... It, honestly, I don't know. It, it really is kind of a movie, right? Yeah. Six 15-minute episodes. I don't know if we could slip it in. Just be like, this is a movie we're covering this time. Let sure, us know. Right? Would you want us to do something like that? Because I, I adore that series and would talk yes. about it for a couple hours easily. I, I can't wait to watch it again. That'll be like a yearly watch. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Anything else? Nope, that's it, man. Hell, Get the fuck man, over here wait. to the goddamn preview palace, you fucking Yankee. <laughs> Get your ass in here to the preview palace. (laughs) I I turned pirate too. For some reason, the moment I get a little grumble in my voice, it's like I'm a damn pirate. Oh, just go ahead and look at those pictures of Chris Pine and Gary Johnson. Just go ahead. You know you want to. Okay, I'm I'm gonna look. I'm just gonna give him a little, give him a little look, see, and just see if uh, my memory and the reality are. Yep. Okay. Mm Hmm. What do you think? <laughs> they could have just had Chris Pine play the puppet. It's startling. It really yeah. is startling. Wow. Yeah. Well, way to go. There you go, man. There you go. I'll never forget that now. Now, this right here is a demon. And we're talking about a demon today on the show. And it yeah. is a movie mm-hmm. what has demons and Italian folks in it. That's true. And when you put those two things together, I, I guess the witches and wizards at BuzzFeed like looked into the future and just saw our potential need and created this for us way Clearly. back in May of this year. They realized, you know what? The boys over at Den Lovely are probably going to need to know at some point, are you a demon or a bowl of spaghetti? You know... <laughs> they had to know. It they seriously like this to. was made for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely made for this episode. So let's just find out. Let's find out. Very important question. That honestly, I think every Italian person has to ask themselves at some point, right? I think am so. I, a, I think so. Am I the demon? Now while, while we're here and we're talking about a spaghetti. Uh-huh. Let me just ask you. Okay. What is your go-to jar of sauce if you're going to the grocery store and you're buying an off-the-shelf oh. noodle sauce? What are you Ooh, reaching for? I have not done that in forever. Um, I, do I don't know. The Trader frequently. Joe's The Trader Joe's sauce is good. Joe the Trader. I've not yeah, had his. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, okay. They, there's several, several uh, different types, but I, I've had it before and enjoyed it. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. You ever fuck with Rouse? R-A-O-S? Rouse? Rouse? Rouse. 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 Okay. I've seen... I've se- <laughs> Rouse! Uh, I've seen Rouse at the grocery store. Uh, but I again, I just always make it myself. Uh, I, I, I don't know why. When I get the jar, it, I always have like a reflux situation. When I make it mm. myself, never have that situation. So... 
Uh, even a good jar, I, I'm a little wary of. But you're saying this rouse, that's that good stuff. I mean, it's it's good. Yeah, it's okay. not like I'll unbelievable or anything, but it's pretty mm-hmm. fucking good. You know, making a good just fucking ragu is one of those uh-huh. things I have never really invested much of my life into. But it's something oh, wow. that I okay. really... I need to learn how to do, man. I need to learn yeah. how to make just a great ass Sunday gravy, and then I can freeze it in batches and have myself a good old time. You know? Hell yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I don't eat a lot of tomato sauce. Also, <laughs> like I just don't in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it might be because I uh, became convinced as a teenager that uh, tomatoes were making me break out, like having you know acne. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was convinced of it. And uh, when I stopped eating tomatoes as much, because, you know, it's the South. You eat tomatoes a lot. Uh, when I stopped eating tomatoes as much, my, my acne did get better. So I'm not sure if it was just I was getting older. But, <laughs> like, I'm still a little convinced of that. So I'm always I mean, a little wary Or is it the fact that if you're in America and you're eating any tomato product, whether that be ketchup or spaghetti sauce or what the fuck ever it's also got like a pound of sugar in it you know like what's what could the connection be well i mean i don't think sugar actually does cause acne does it i don't know i don't think i'm I'm hashtag blessed never never had that problem yeah well it's it's not actually caused by anything you eat yeah sure 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 (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. Anyway, let's get to the damn quiz. We aren't talking about acne over here. What am I? Yeah. Are you an Accutane salesman? (laughs) Certainly not. Which color do you like more, uh, black or red? (laughs) Those are the choices. I'm going to go fucking uh, typo over here. Black, 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 black. Number one. What do you think about typo? You cool typo? Uh, yeah, they're okay. I mean, I I was never huge on them, uh, but I've I've heard a good bit because I've had I'll, a I'll put on a song for a lull, you know. Like yeah. I'm not like a big fan either, but yeah, I'll, mm. I'll put on something like like that song or whatever. Yeah, have a good time for a moment. Didn't their singer have a giant dick? He was just huge all over. Yeah, Peter yeah. Steele was enormous. He was like almost uh, fucking seven feet tall. No, he like, was just he, huge. He so. posed for Playgirl, right? He did that, yes. Oh, okay, he did yeah, do yeah. that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Probably, probably, you know, really rocking a hog back in the day, yeah. I would imagine. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, so you pick in black. I, I'm going to go with red. Uh, I, I There are two colors I wear often. Uh, it's those two. Um, so uh, either way, I'm good with them. All right, Steve, which food do you like more? These are some weird choices. Black licorice or pizza? Uh, we bu- wow, they're so comparable. Okay, so we're both picking pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not a licorice I mean, hater. Honestly, though. though, let's okay. Let's just be honest with ourselves. You you sit someone down. They're a demon. You ask them, "Hey, which would you prefer, black licorice or pizza?" They're gonna go black licorice. You know, because they're an opposite guy. They're a demon. You know, they're uh, not going to want yeah. the good thing. They're going to want the bad thing. I got they it. Might. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> this, okay. Which house do you prefer? It's just a picture of someone's living room or a partial picture of the one side of someone's bed. That ain't even a home. That's Neither a house. These, <laughs> these are rooms in a home. These are rooms, sir. 
<laughs> Which room do you prefer? Uh, do I prefer the living room or the bed? I the living room. I prefer the living room. Okay, I actually prefer the bedroom because, like, yeah. we actually painted our walls basically that color last year. Oh, okay. So it kind of looks homey to me. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so now we got to choose between clowns, and one Uh-oh. of them is a Pennywise, and one of them is a Pound Foolish. That's Ronald McDonald. Uh-oh, damn, man, damn. Do you choose the one that kills children or Pennywise? Huh? <laughs> Huh? I, I huh? mean, which one? I, huh? I love me a quarter pounder with cheese, so I'm gonna choose Ronald McDonald. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with a penny twice. Yeah, you know, I've got fond mm-hmm. memories of listening to the audiobook of it while we yeah. were packing up our house and selling it and moving it to the big city. So I'm yeah. gonna hang with my boy P Dub, as I call him. P Dub. Yeah. Well, now we gotta All pick Steve. cats. Yep. <laughs> hmm. What? White um, cat or a black and white cat, huh? Well, one of them has a little bit longer fur, so maybe that's the major difference. But it also looks super cuddly because it's showing its tummy and it's got its tongue out. It's definitely about to scratch you after you pet its tummy a couple times. For sure. Yeah, so uh, that's my guy right there. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I'll go with Mr. Mr. Black and White over here. He resembles yeah. a cat I had in my youth. It's a cute right, Steve, what's, mm-hmm. what's your fave holiday? Are you a Halloween or a Kirstamas? Well, I mean, it's a horror podcast. <laughs> you know, what do you fucking think? Yeah, uh, I, I love me a Halloween, but I'll pick Christmas because as we've talked about every single December, there's so many Christmas horror movies that you might as well just call uh december uh, uh halloween extra innings you know like, I like we're just it. we're just enjoying ourselves so i'll go christmas i'll just go with a dang old halloween i swear i think i love halloween more with every passing year no family no commitments to buy gifts just get together yeah wear a costume if you want to and watch horror Fun movies stuff. for a month okay I okay. violin or cello? Yeah, what? <laughs> there was a both of us just paused as we were stunned by this violin or cello. Um, now listen, from hmm. what I understand, that that devil, yeah, he know, loves a violin. Has a, Plays yeah, a he's got a variegated tail. He loves yeah. he loves fiddling, mm-hmm. and he'll get on to you, and uh, you know, fight you for his soul over some fiddling. So sure, yeah, a, a lesser demon or imp. He also might like a, a violin, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Think about this: the violin—that's the mommy noises. The the cello. Mm. Those are the daddy sounds. Like, hey there, boy, playing a concerto. Hey there, boy. <laughs> so violins, I, baby, going. <laughs> okay, violins, the baby. Yeah, that's right. Violins, the baby noises. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> Cello's the daddy noises. Um, cello's the daddy noises. So I'm a, I'm uh, I, I I like a big deep cello. You're gonna go with the cello voice. I'll go with the violin the then. How about that? How uh-huh. about I go with old violin because I, I think that that's a fine thing. How is this gonna tell us? The I have no idea. Im- very important information as to whether or not we're a demon or a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah. But let's find out. Finally, we got to pick an outfit, and by outfit they mean uh, the top half of a woman or uh, uh, the back of another woman. It- <laughs> <laughs> what top is half is a black dress and white gloves. 
uh, back of a woman is a white kind of country prairie dress looking something. Uh, so what? Which, How is which that do I want to wear or which do I? Pr- huh. I know, right? What? I mean, because if I had to wear them, know. that country prairie dress looks like it's easier to get on. It probably would be more accommodating yeah. to our masculine features. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the one with the gloves uh, looking hot. And uh, so if I'm picking, uh, you know, what outfit I want to be seen or someone to, to be wearing, I, I don't give a shit. Honestly, <laughs> I'm just going to yeah, pick the cares? one with the gloves. <laughs> OK, so you're going glove. Yeah. All right, all right. You know what? I'm gonna go away from the glove because it'd make it harder to shred guitar. So I'm gonna go fucking country bumpkin over here. I I am, after all, a country bumpkin here in Tennessee. Yeah. Well, hey. Uh Oh, I am demon. I have answered the eternal Danzig question. Am I demon? Yes, I am. Yes, demon. you (laughs) You hate spaghetti. You aren't always warm and fuzzy, but your close friends might think you are. Most people annoy you easily, but you're pretty sure this is justified. Wow, <laughs> demons are like that, huh? Number number one priority of demons, hating spaghetti. Fucking hate yeah, it. They just, they they hate yeah, they fucking hate it. That's not true about me. I love spaghetti. Yeah, that was the rift in heaven, by the way. Like wow. God was like spaghetti night, and then like some of them were like, "Yuck, I don't like that." And he was like, "Get to hell!" <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti is the Lord's food, obviously. Right. Uh, so I'm a bowl of spaghetti. Clearly, nice. You love spaghetti. Favorite meal? Am I right? You're kind to others, but if they piss you off, they're on your bad side forever. If they mess with your bowl of spaghetti, they're going down. These these things are not true of me. I feel like the How witches can you and wizards. Be, like, hang on, though. <laughs> How can you be a bowl of spaghetti uh-huh. and your favorite meal of spaghetti? Does that make you a cannibal? If I'm a demon, you're a fucking cannibal. Whoa. Shit. Um... Well, okay, guys, listen, let's not start pointing fingers about who's a cannibal. I got, I, I, yeah, okay, I'm a bowl of spaghetti, you eat spaghetti. Uh, is that any, any different than this, uh, albacore tuna out here, Charlie, selling his brethren in tens? Uh, what about mm. this Mr. Peanut? He, uh, living oh, okay. high on the hog, selling his peanut brethren. I'm merely eating other bowls of spaghetti. <laughs> I see the so, old what the old what about ism defense yeah. over here, huh? <laughs> That's my defense for being a cannibalistic bowl of spaghetti. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. I see how it works. I see how it works. You got a point about Mister Peanut, though. I mean, fucking eat the rich. You know what I mean? Eat right? them by the handful. <laughs> Roast them. Salt them. Perfect. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Wouldn't that be amazing, though, if, like, planters did do this huge, like, 180 campaign where it's like, yeah, Mr. Peanut wearing his coattails and fucking monocle and he's got his cane. He's a rich one percenter. Eat the rich planters peanuts. And it's just like Mr. Peanut and all his, like, rich fucking, you know, cane tapping buddies. Uh People just devour them because they're starving in the streets. Eat the rich planters peanuts. Do you remember when Mr. Peanut died and was reborn recently? Man, that sure was fucked up. Holy <laughs> shit. I had not even what? remotely thought about this. That was one of those things that I think that like after COVID started, they were just like, I think nobody's thinking about how weird this was right. anymore. Just move on. Move on. Just pretend it never happened. 
That so. was fucked off. What the it fuck really was that was. about? <laughs> and it kept getting worse. About looking up. It was like a fucking baby peanut for yeah, just a second. Was, yeah, what? He, like, what? he came back to life in the form of a baby, I guess. That Crazy. shit was terrifying. That it shit really was. was. It really was. It really the implication that peanuts are reincarnated. Like what? So is yeah. that like is that like hell? Is that like because like you just get eaten and then shit out as as chunks of yourself, and then you like wake back up and you're a peanut again, and that just keeps I happening. Guess. Ugh. Man, Ugh. 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 we need Gaspar No to direct that movie, right? <laughs> The Mr. Peanut biopic. Yeah, by Gaspar Noah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, so <Yeah>. demons. <laughs> Here we are. This is what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. This is a movie. What is a joint produced by some very powerful Italians? Is it not? We got a dang old mm-hmm. Dario Argento presenting Producing. this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's made by Bava Lamberto. Number Bava. Dose. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Bava the sequel, yeah. Damn. Um, it's interesting because, you know, I don't know if you've seen any Mario, Bava, you know, uh, Black Sunday, etc. Um, I You know, there, there's definitely uh, some similarity in interests uh, between the two, but completely different types of execution, I feel like. And both in great ways. Like I, I, I feel like this is, this is such a silly fucking movie. <laughs> like yes, it, it is. It, 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 I think it, it's not wrong to call it a horror comedy, and it's not that the movie isn't intentionally being funny. Like if people think like, oh yeah, if you laugh at it, that's not a horror comedy. The movie's trying to be funny a lot of the time, and those things are very funny. Uh, if you're paying attention. Yeah, I agree. Because like the first time that I watched this movie, which was, uh, man, it's been several years ago. Like I think I was just kind of getting into some Italian horror stuff. And right. I wasn't really sure if this was like one of those movies where it's like, man, the dubbing really wrecked this movie. Or maybe there's some bad stuff that was translated uh, to English or whatever. Right. But especially after watching movies like uh, like Pieces, for example, yes, which is totally a very self aware like giallo yeah. spoof. Mm-hmm. Um, I did catch on that I think that there was some elements of of comedy going on in some of these movies, and I think this movie caught some of it. Yeah, and by the way, uh, we we've done an episode on Pieces over there on uh, Neon Brainiacs. Yeah, if you, if you haven't checked it out, go check that out. But yeah, I, I I think yeah, it, it, like. Not not only are there like some obvious jokes, like the guy snorting th- uh, out of a Coke can through a straw, snorting actual cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> like that's really fucking funny. But there's also like longer gags that are set up. Like you got one couple where like they get separated, and the girl gets like covered in demon blood, but she doesn't get like like bit or like you know pricked or anything that we see and he has been kind of like maybe hurt by a demon but we're not sure and they come together and uh he's like oh yeah i don't know you're covered in blood and she's like don't worry it's not mine which is a joke like i like the the way the dubbing presents it doesn't present it as a joke but it's a joke like 
you know, being covered in blood is still worrisome, even if it's not yours. <laughs> like, yeah. how did you get covered in blood? Uh, and then uh, she's like, oh, you know, you're hurt. And he's like, don't worry. It's it's no big deal. And then later they're going through that, you know, the, the air vents. And, you know, you start to hear the the sounds of demon claws. And they show us the claws, but we, we don't see a demon. So it kind of becomes obvious it's one of them. And you suspect it's him when he tells her to go ahead of him. But then it's her. <laughs> like, it's it's yeah. a good reversal. I, I very much enjoyed, like, that bit of comedy. And then there's, you know, some other things that are, are clearly being done for, for comedic effect. Oh, yeah, definitely. When's the first time that you watched this movie? Um, it was back in the day. I think it was just like, a, this would be fun, I guess, you know, watch a... Because, you know, it's got Dario Gento's name on it. came out same year as Phenomena. So it was after we had started the podcast, I believe. But yeah, just just watched it for for a good time, and then I think we may have done it on the scream and chat, potentially. I'm pretty sure we have. Uh, but yeah, I've seen this a couple times now, and that, you know, watched it uh, a few times for the show here, and it got better to me each time. Like I was surprised Word. by that. Like each time, I was like, you know what? The the things that I look at as like kind of flaws of the movie. I don't know. I don't know if they're necessarily flaws or if it was like intentional. Like they're, you know, a lot of the things you might be laughing at. I feel like some of the time are actually meant to be laughed at. You're like you're not actually laughing at the movie. You're laughing with it. Um, mm. But I, I also think that like it, it does. You know, it's it's got its problems. This isn't a perfect movie. I'm not. I'm not dropping a dime no. on this or anything. Uh, it's not a perfect movie. It's got its problems, but what it, it, it has to it is is charm like each time i watch it i've gotten more charm by it like the punk characters the cokehead punk characters the the old blind man and his daughter who's just i guess some guy sits down next to her and she's like yeah let's go fuck <laughs> like <laughs> uh the 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 pimp character and the sex workers uh one of them played by portland's own goretta goretta uh yeah yeah and she's great like they, they uh, once she becomes a demon, like her walking down the hall and the demon makeup, like through the dark and stuff, that's like an iconic image. I feel like to me, cause the makeup's so good and it's like so perfectly like in darkness, but also in light and just being shown so well. And she's acting it really well. Like it, it's, it's got so many like good elements to it. That, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very much willing to overlook a lot of its flaws because it's got them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely so, man. And I'm with you, dude. Like, as soon as the movie starts and we're we're on that on that metro there with all these, like, 80s ass Italian punks, I was <laughs> I right love on board. The soundtrack is fucking sick. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, the, the fashion and everything. That chick with, like, Great. the fucking, like, pineapple haircut shaved into the back of her head love it yeah oh shit man it it kind of instantly gave me vibes of like return of the living dead yes you know like punk rock zombie movie Uh uh-huh we got we got uh it it immediately pans up on chick with pink hair which is you know it's 1985 that's like whoa shit you know um and then yeah starts panning around and yeah we get the the chick with the waffle hair we got the 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 tall model looking chick with the uh other shorter chick who's got kind of goth makeup on oh yeah it's, yeah it's very much like a uh of its time but it like it's 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 something i love so much that punk aesthetic 
in horror. I think horror just needs it. You need punks always. Just punks need to show up for some reason. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, we've also got a Terminator sighting there Uh on the the Metro and in the station, too. Yeah, there's, there's a guy... Uh, played by Michelle Suave, who directed um, fucking Stage yeah. Fright, which is great. Uh, I mean, great. It's fun. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> time. It's it's got it's it's definitely got. We'll do that movie at some point too, because that one that one's definitely worth talking about. But he's he's for some reason in this like it's like definitely going for Terminator look. Yeah. But it also is like a Phantom of the Opera type thing because it's only like yeah, half mask, half mask kind of thing. Yeah, and and the thing is that like the the theater itself is what's driving this demonic possession. Like it, it mm. is, I guess, possessed, and he seems to work for it. Which it seems again, like he's drawing a check off of it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like again, like it's almost like. Well, what if, you know, there was a Phantom of the Opera, but the opera was possessed. So, like, now he he's trying to lure in this. I mean, she she is carrying around music when, when we see her. Uh, like, she she's a singer, uh, we're mm-hmm. guessing, right? So, there's, there's kind of some nod to that. But it's definitely much more of, like, a Romero zombie movie smashed together with Evil Dead. Um, oh yeah, very much. Yeah. yeah, this is evil. Evil spaghetti is what this evil is. spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. It's the second movie that Argento has produced. The first being Dawn of the Dead. Um, so you can see why you get some of the similarities of like you know the survivors uh, holding up, trying to you know keep keep the the zombies out, the the constant threat of someone being bit, etc. Blah blah blah. So th- that's there. Um, but then you also have just so many characters because it's a it's a movie theater that was showing a show. So like you've got a lot more people to deal with than you had in Dawn of the Dead. And so that creates some more tension and stuff. But it's we're not talking about a Romero film here. <laughs> we're not talking about a movie yeah. that's building this slow tension and stuff and just keeping you on this constant edge. It's it's silly a lot of the time. It, it definitely like it has the the bits with uh, Tony the pimp, the only guy who Tony. can pull off the only mutton chops. Like no hair just on the, the head, just yeah. the chops, <laughs> just the chops, man. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, but he and the survivors <laughs> in there, like that. That's very much kind of Dawn of the Dead, and they're definitely making him like uh, you know, kind of the leader, the guy who takes charge type of, of character. Uh, in a Romero film, but the punks are uh, more in Return of the Living Dead, and then like you've also got the um, the main couple who are definitely in uh, Evil Dead because he basically turns into Ash. <laughs> oh, dude, he totally ashes it up for sure. Yeah, just total yeah, badass I, out of nowhere. I mean, and all those movies I just named are fucking bangers. So a movie that can say that it takes influence from all those. And looks the way this one does and has the effects that this one does, obviously deserves some recognition. Like, the That's effects not a bad are thing. so good. Yeah. 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 They totally are, man. They definitely are. Um, and, you know, some of those effects that we're introduced to where we get, like, it's everything from, like, wounds popping in really fucking disgusting-ass yeah. ways to, uh-huh. man, there's some great gross-out shit in here, man. Yeah. Whenever those hands are, like popping out from the other hands and it's like breaking the fingernails and shit. Ugh. 
Yeah. That's fucking awesome. It, it really is. And it's it's uh, the work of uh, Sergio Stivaletti? Stivaletti. Sergio Stivaletti, who also worked on another movie we've done, Dario Argento's Opera, where, as oh, we talked about in our discussion of it, I guess they just killed that guy when they, they stuck killed the, the knife through his mouth. Because, sure. <laughs> like, how did way. he do that? That was insane. Yeah. They're really yeah. committed to the art over there, man. Man, whenever uh-huh. those fucking, like, teeth be popping out in this. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. It's so good. Yeah. like, uh. And the that one where, like, the tongue comes out and stuff. Like, yeah. Like, all those great practical effect shots, like... They're so worth it. They're so worth yeah. the fact that some of the lines are clearly translated weird and like don't really make sense. Uh, and there's there's definitely like switches in who is the protagonist from time to time. Oh yeah, like, massively sure. Yeah, we, we don't know who we're following most of the time, but it it then like also introduces a lot of really interesting ideas for a, a zombie flick like the 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 uh idea that you have demonic zombies who are moving fast very much evil dead like but in the same you know sort of uh vein as a romero zombie where they're trying to get into somewhere to get to these people like like seeing those demons operate it's kind of like watching the the zombies in 28 days later where it's it's scarier because they move faster and show intelligence, you know? Yeah, yeah. It also never gets really scary. There's just, like, moments that are like, oh, that's rad. There's also moments where I'm like, I'm not really sure what the what the rules of how the demons behave work. Oh, yeah. You know? No, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some people, it's just like, ah, they're pretty much a, a flesh-eating zombie Yeah. if they get bit or scratched uh-huh. or whatever. And then other times, <laughs> it's just like... Sometimes a full-blown demon cracks out of your back. I don't know. Yeah. Where did that thing go? Where did that fucking thing go? I wonder... Okay, like, I, I really wondered about that. Because, like, watching it the first time, it's just like, this is so cool. Because it looks awesome, and the demon looks great. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, later, I you're thinking about it, and it's like, no, it didn't happen to anybody else. Everybody else turned into a demon. She had apparently a demon inside of her the whole time. Who I guess, just, like just dating, dude. I bet that thing fucking it busts out that back and it's like, God damn, it's hot in there. Woo, <laughs> woo, y'all. Too warm. I gotta get out here and cool my tail off. Woo, mighty hot in those Italian broads. <laughs> apparently, man. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no real like rules to the demons, and it's like even the. The really cool, like glowy eye stuff that they yeah. Do, why is which, that happening? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's and cool. I, I guess too, I like love it was that just it's like happening. But why they just put like uh, like reflective tape like over their eyelids and had them uh-huh. walk in the dark, and that's it. And it's like, man, that's such a cool it effect. Is, yeah. That's so you know simple, but at the same time, it's like, well, it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens when it needs to look cool, and that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and, and like that—that's kind of the thing—is that the movie has a great vibe to it. Like you, you, yeah. you, you want to enjoy it because it's got the cool stuff. It's got the good special effects. It's it's you know reminding you of other cool movies, and it's uh, you know I don't feel like there's any character in here to hate. You know, nobody that annoys me. 
Uh, it, I mean, Frank is a dick, dude. He's oh, Frank out is for, a dick, but fucking... he dies so quick that it's like, he yeah, does, great, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I find it really charming and and easy to watch. So that that that's definitely like a plus for it. But there are the issues. There's certainly the problem that like you know watching watching it through the first time it, it's a fun little like oh my gosh like the 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 reality of of you know our the movie is now happening in reality and, and then you start thinking about it and like even if you come to as as i have like they seem to indicate that the building is itself uh, you know the source of possession and all that even if you, you, you accept that and whatnot, it's like, okay, but the building made a movie? The building made <laughs> a film, a motion picture, and somehow loaded film into the projectors and project, projected that film to people. <laughs> like, That's <laughs> what I'm confused about, ultimately. You know, like the idea that these people are sitting in a theater at a mysterious, you know, movie premiere for something they don't know about. Right. And the movie that they're watching starts coming true in real life. Like, that's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. But then, like you said, I mean, like, these are these are actors that are in this movie mm-hmm. within a movie. Somebody yeah. had to edit it. Somebody had to do the lighting Was and the it Metal Face? Did Metal Face I, like, make an entire movie by know. himself? <laughs> yeah. There's, there's so many questions where you're just like, okay, so how did this fucking whole thing start? Why is... Why is this place, you know, it's elaborate plan as, hmm, I'm a building, huh? I wonder if I could turn people into demons by putting this demon mask in me, acting like a theater and putting on a movie where there's a movie about a demon mask turning people into demons. I bet that would work. I'm a building. I know how this works. Honestly, though, maybe that's just building logic. Maybe that's how buildings think. They don't <laughs> you know, know what's what? going on. That's a good point. I did not consider that buildings are just not bright. Like, yeah, they wouldn't be. I mean, yeah. their whole thing is like stand up. Do it. <laughs> that's the one thing they do is stand up, yeah. and sometimes they fail at that. So, yeah, they do that. Yeah. Wow, that's shitty buildings. Get it together. Uh, but yeah, so I, buildings I think, are dumb. Is what we're saying. That's our official yeah, stance. One hundred percent. Here at Dead and Lovely, we think buildings. Dumb. Building's Outside, dumb. the best. Yep. Uh, yep. I, I think it's it. You know. You know it. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like it, it really doesn't. Even if you consider like, okay, maybe. You know, maybe the 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 metal face guy and some demons made that movie. Okay, well, like it, it doesn't seem like the goal is to get the demons out of the building. Like, why did it take so long? Like once, as soon as they walked in, why didn't you demon one of them? somehow you know like yeah like they put on the mask okay boom she's demon like what what are the rules the building has to like (laughs) like stick to these mask rules i don't get it also if you're wanting to to demon the world up if you're wanting to do some hardcore demoning wouldn't you be like okay we got one Open up the doors. Let that demon run around through yeah, the whole immediately. city. Yeah, Start yeah. demoning people. Yeah, Goretta gets changed. Just have her run outside. Why? Yeah. Why keep these people inside? They're you're gonna get demoned any damn way. Yeah. Is it a strategy? Is the building like no? I gotta build. I need a a, a little bit of a battalion before I send them out. Like I can't just have one. I need start. I need several. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hmm. Maybe it's okay, not too sure the, of itself, this building. Okay. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Like the building, it, it knows its limitations. It's like, I'm going to need several of these zombies to get my zombie horde going. So I'll lure a bunch of people in by making a film. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll put the demonness in a mask. And if you put on the mask, there's a thing inside the mask that'll prick you, that will demon you. And It'll demon if, you. If you mm-hmm. uh, kill someone or puke on someone or scratch someone, or if you stab them with something while being a demon, that'll mm-hmm, yes. make them a demon. Unless yeah, that's it's our it protagonist who gets cut by a blade by a demon but does not become a demon. I thought that happened, and then nothing mm-hmm. happened. And then yeah. nothing happens, yeah. Yeah. No, he's fine. He got better. He's all right. Yeah, he's cool. He's yeah, Ash, he got better. basically. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it, it is kind of confusing, and it also doesn't help that the people inside this theater aren't much smarter, where they're like, uh, yeah. build a barricade to keep us from getting out. Okay, now take the barricade down. Oh, no, we're stuck in here. <laughs> like, do they want in? Do they want... Are they a fucking... Yeah. Uh, you know what? This I bet this movie was actually written by an adorable little dog that was just like i want in open the door no i want out no 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 hang on i want back in what's out there now i just want to be back inside again i think that's what happened written by an italian dog i like that idea a tiny little dog who was just like i'm indecisive (laughs) yeah (laughs) love it uh this was actually uh original originally written as a uh an anthology type of thing with three stories uh but uh they the director lumberto bava really liked this story specifically so they decided to expand on that and so you know argento and bava and and the original writer put uh you know a good bit more into it to make it a, a full story and you can kind of tell that they were just stretching at times mm. like you know the as you were saying like what do the people want they're like barricaded up they get out of the barricade they're like knocking down walls they go down a hallway where they find three rooms and they realize they can't get out through that way and i guess that was like the the most despair they've ever felt in their lives because like Apparently, everybody yeah. just freaks the fuck out yeah um yeah like it it feels like they they definitely stretched a premise a little more than they needed to, but it also is still fun. I'm not going to complain too much because there's gore like throughout. There's just oh, yeah. so much like fun special effects, practical effects stuff, uh, and shit. some fun yeah, and some fun jokes and stuff from time to time. There's also too many characters and it's hard to care I about agree them. with that yeah. yeah totally man totally there are too many characters in here um and we are introduced to some of them and it's usually a pretty quick thing and you just get a few yeah. lines out of them and then they're getting demoned and uh-huh. it doesn't yeah. really matter that much ultimately no who they really. are you know yeah yeah no it's 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 not important like uh, good people bad people really doesn't matter it's just that uh, the the Mary Sue girl that we see from the beginning uh, survives somehow. But wonderful twist! If you keep watching through the through the the credits, turns out she turns into a demon and gets shot by a little <laughs> kid. Like that I, was I love a it, great dude. twist. It's such a fucking good ending to this movie that they they escape out of the theater 
and they're saved by I, I guess some like American doomsday preppers. It's right? like this fucking <laughs> Aryan ass looking family and a Jeep. Yeah. Is that like I mean th- this the- shit just happened a few hours ago and they were like, Oh yeah, this is bound to happen. Good thing the kids have all their guns in the car and are trained yeah. to shoot for the head. Like I want a movie about these people that was leading 100%. up to this night where they were ready. They were fucking ready. They that you know what? I bet they heard of Nostradamus's predictions in one of his rap group songs, and they all were right. just fucking ready for Wait, it. So first of all, at the very, okay, <laughs> we're gonna talk some Nostradamus in a second. But how about? I also love that they had the little kid eating a hot dog just to he solidify this dog. is definitely an American family. He's eating sure. all the time. Hot dogs, you know, blonde kid, guns, blonde hot, kid, dog. guns hot American. Dogs. Dude, I I love that stinger though. That it looks like they're like getting away and shit. Credits uh-huh. start rolling, and then it's just like, oh nope, she's a demon. And the kid just like instantly shoots her. And our our main dude is it Greg? Is that his name? Uh huh. Yeah. Like shows or, like no, no George, signs. George. Of, George. Right? George. George. Yeah. Shows like no signs of regret or remorse nope. or sadness. He's like, I'm nope. a part of this family now. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm hanging out with these Americans. That's cool. Yeah, I love it. it's great. I, I I very much enjoy the ending. We gotta talk Nostradamus since you brought him up because how about Nostradamus? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> the the movie within the movie uh, is about some kids. Okay, so I don't know if you caught this because you know the movie within the movie is going on, but you don't have to pay attention to it for everything to make sense. The lines that that are really important they they kind of isolate, so you know. But uh, they they. The guys who we see in the film who have brought these girls out to Nostradamus's grave uh, say, me and Bob were out catching lizards early this morning, and what? they found this. <laughs> no? Me and Bob were Wait, out catching lizards. These are like grown-ass men, and they were out yeah. catching lizards? Out catching lizards, like you do. What? When you're... <laughs> when you're you know, Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. When Yeah, which one is Calvin and which one is Hobbes? What the right. fuck? Um, so, yeah, they, they're out. Uh, they have found Nostradamus' grave uh, by uh, hunting for lizards and finding a hole that led to this cave where, it turns out, Nostradamus was buried. There he and, is. And that's where they find the mask that then turns them into the demons because, you know, Nostradamus, famous demon guy. Totally, um, man. Yeah. So I was wondering, though, because I was like, why fucking Nostradamus? I remember Nostradamus being popular uh, throughout my childhood, like, you know, oh, yeah. on on the cover of Weekly World News, etc. But, like, I hadn't really, like, thought about him in a long time. So I started thinking, and I was like, wait a second, wasn't there... There was like a documentary about Nostradamus I remember seeing on TV and I looked it up and there was The Man Who Saw Tomorrow came out in 1981 and it was narrated by Orson Welles. And then in 1991, NBC like expanded on it a little bit and showed it on, you know, primetime television. And that's when I saw it as a nine or 10 year old when it came on then. And then four or three years later, they had a series called Ancient Prophecies, and the first installment talked about Nostradamus. Hell so, yeah. Nostradamus was, like, so important in these days for some reason. And I was thinking about, like, remember how many, like, fortune tellers and, like, you know, 
you know, people on on television like Miss Cleo and whatnot. People, hell yeah, like the idea that fortune tellers were in some way legit was around in that time, and I feel like the internet is what killed it, right? I like, think you might be right, man, because I remember like so much of our childhood, yeah, being yeah the Miss Cleo commercials, and uh-huh. then like yeah Time Life books about yeah, yeah Nostradamus, Nostradamus and yes. seeing the future and the clairvoyancy and all this shit. Like uh-huh. there was so much of that in the middle of like satanic panic, fucking bullshit in yeah. America. We also were doing that. It was yes. really strange. It's wild because it's like it's like the satanic panic was like yeah, but you're titillated by it, right? You want to know right? more. You want to yeah. know, yeah. I, I think this is like real interesting though. Doing the research into this, I the first episode of Ancient Prophecies had this crawl before it, and I'm going to read you these words, and it's probably going to blow your mind to think that at Shit. some point th- the people working in television were this responsible. It said, the following is not a news program or a documentary. The people appearing on camera are not necessarily experts and are expressing personal opinions only. Although significant opposing viewpoints exist, they are not included. The information presented represents unsubstantiated anecdotal accounts of events, interpretations of writings, and speculation about the significance of certain predictions. Some predictions by the same sources, though not mentioned, have been proven inaccurate. Events are dramatized, simulated, and recreated. It is not the intention of the broadcasters to suggest that the prophecies are true and all conclusions about the future drawn by persons in this program are purely conjecture. What? Dude, can we have them like fucking roll that before the presidential debate start? Right? (laughs) Can we have them roll that before like... All the fucking ancient aliens and pyramid shit all of and all, all of Fox News and, and honestly fucking MSNBC and all that nonsense. State of the Union addresses, yeah. like yeah. literally everything. Just Every like, reminder, there the, is bullshit all, in what you're seeing right yeah. now. <laughs> the, these people are just spouting nonsense out of their fucking asses. Like, don't, they're just saying what they're saying. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Okay, uh, that's actually respectable, and yeah, I do wish that was before um, everything now. Yeah, like uh, 1994 was a little bit different. And also, just fun little side note about that ancient prophecies, the introduction, or uh, uh, the closing credits had like a pyramid model thing created by the Kyoto Brothers of Killer Clowns no from Outer Space. Yeah, so, oh, so many of my childhood interests just uh, come together there in that fun little ancient prophecies which is just full of nonsense um, i gotta watch that that sounds fucking awesome man yeah, yeah it, it is interesting it, the, the way that they took something that was you know i assume it was popular worldwide i mean obviously it was, it was yeah. like popular mm-hmm. in the states yeah. but they just kind of shoehorned it in here to be like oh you know nostradamus he yeah. predicted the finding of planets the rise of power of hitler and the <laughs> demons <laughs> it's like wait <laughs> what was that last one and the demons and you okay sure? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> we all know that demons are coming eventually. Oh, yeah. You know, what are they going to do, stay gone? No way. <laughs> yeah, I I think, yeah, the Nostradamus thing really was a fun little, like, um, memory in my head, and, and I, liked, I liked exploring that little avenue, but I still don't understand other than it was popular. Why is it in here? <laughs> but that's... Yeah. 
that is Italian horror. That is Italian uh, oh, horror yeah. cinema. There are so many times where it's just like, yeah, this thing's popular right now. That's why it's in there. That's why it's there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now, little did Nostradamus know that the demons would come in the form of a S&M ninja on a dirt bike. <laughs> I really want to see the movie they were watching. Dude, when does that guy come saying. out? <laughs> that's what I was thinking about this entire time. Like After Chick like wrecks the movie screen and the projectors yeah. break and stuff, I'm like, wait, uh, I want to see the rest of the movie where I guess somebody ends up with a fucking samurai sword and bondage gear yeah. on a dirt bike and this demon <laughs> mask. I'm like, what the fuck else happens in this movie? Yeah, it seemed so cool. Uh, yeah, I, I think that like the the movie that we get, of course, does kind of pay off that a little bit, but without the bondage gear, we do get George on the dirt bike with the samurai sword just fucking plowing through people. And it's great. He does it's, do that. Yeah, it's great. It feels very uh, ashy and... You know, and enjoyable and fun, uh, but it would have been just like what? What stopped him from putting on the S and M gear? Like he could have just put yeah. it on. Just put it yeah. on, George. Go out there in the lobby, grab you that costume, uh-huh. put that thing on. <laughs> I think what ends up happening in this movie is a, a bold new venture into S and M, which, of course, in this uh, particular instant. Stands for Samurai and Masochism. I'm pretty sure that's what's going on. <laughs> samurai. Yeah, there's no sadism, sadism involved. No, it's Samuraiism. And Samurais. Being know? a Samurai, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. And that elf lady knows something about what's going on, right? Yeah, it does seem that way that uh, the, 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 the pretty lady with all that red hair who... Like, honestly, she should have been born 30 years later so that she could just play live-action uh, chick from Brave whenever they make that. Yes, totally. Um, yeah, she she seems like... It's, it's Ingrid. She seems like she's, you know, involved, right? So, like, it, it also doesn't make sense that she's not. So, like, the building... Who hired her? The I building don't know. hired her? The guy with the, the metal face hired her? Like... I don't know, but yeah, but she it seems, seems like, to know until yeah, she, she doesn't seems, know. Yeah, until like right at the end, where it's like, no, she has no idea. She's getting killed too. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, but I do, and I do think this is a joke. I do, and I know people are going to be like, Stephen, the director uh, speaks Italian and the writers speak Italian. How was this a joke? Uh, that, but here it is. Listen, listen to me. She's a red herring. And she has red hair. She's red hair in the hell out of it. Is right? What she's doing, huh? I think, I think, listen, it's not like none of these guys speak any English. Dario Argento speaks some English. Uh, they all probably speak some English. So they, they might know, very well might know the term. It's a film term. Red herring. Could and be. they're like, oh, like, you know, hair. Sounds like hair. Well, there you go. I think it's she's meant to be a up. She's a red herring. Yeah, I, I. I, it, it's the only thing that makes sense to me because otherwise it's like okay wait did she know and the building just turned on her i don't know possible, right i guess maybe i guess so it it does raise a whole lot of question marks because she really does seem to be giving these like knowing winks and nods and glances the yeah. whole time until like the shit starts breaking loose and she's like oh fuck what's Demons, happening what the hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah I, I want to know what the situation there was. How did she get yeah. the job? What was the interview like? Did they give her the outfit, or is that just something she came dressed up in? I don't know. I, I mean, like, even just at the beginning, like the beginning, we have guy with metal face stalking a girl through a subway, and then he hands her this free ticket to the show, and she goes. What? You got stalked by a metal-faced man through a subway, and you were like, eh, might be a good time. Free ticket. I mean, you know. Free ticket. <laughs> like, why don't we skip class and go to this mysterious metal-faced man show? Why not? They didn't even have a title on the ticket. It's just like, go. Go to that thing. Okay. Yeah. No clues about what kind of movie it is. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So that... that to me, is just like I, I feel like I, I feel like anybody who's like flyering or like trying you know uh, trying to get people to a show, uh, the first thing you shouldn't do is stalk them. Don't yeah, stalk I people to to hand them a thing about a well, show okay. you're trying to advertise. At the same time, though, when it shows the theater, I mean, there's there's maybe like twenty people in this entire giant ass theater. So Termi right. didn't do that good of a job. I think he creeped out more people and he attracted at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know then why they wouldn't send out um, Ingrid. Like she's gorgeous. She would get so many people into the theater, right? They should be using honey instead of vinegar. Right. <laughs> yes. Mm, yeah. Yep. Let them get. Let them catch a bit of vinegar later on. You don't send out. Uh, your uh, potential cyborg man. Uh, <laughs> like what is? I don't understand what is going on there. There's no attempt at an explanation. Like I think the best explanation we get is there's a glimpse of a Terminator poster, yeah. and it's just like, oh, the explanation is Terminator is cool. So this guy but has like, a face now. What I don't get is that. I mean, we have that full-fledged demon that busts out a chick's back. Uh-huh. We have this, you know, chrome demon mask thing. Uh-huh. Which I'm not sure how those two are related. Nope. And then, you know, partial chrome face Terminator of the Opera guy. Uh-huh. Where it's like, is that supposed to be the demon mask coming out from under his skin? And it if that's the case, like it. Why- no, but and yeah. also the demon, the literal demon that we actually see, has no chrome features upon it later on. No. So no, it doesn't. Yeah, what? I, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. I, <laughs> it, does, it really doesn't make much sense. And what I read was that the the first half of the film is is pretty much what was in the original script, but then the second half of the film is is like largely stretched and figured out on set and stuff so that's why a lot of it doesn't make sense yeah you can tell because basically like one thing that i noticed is after after the movie within a movie stops like whenever the projector screen gets like ripped down Uh uh-huh like plot development basically ceases at that point yeah and it's just like people surviving demon attacks and that's kind Mm -hmm. of it i mean that's that's fine that's enough for me but yeah, it's fun. Nothing but, grows outside of that. Like there was kind no. of a point in the movie where it was getting like kind of cool and kind of meta where it's like, oh man, the shit happening in the movie within the movie is happening in the movie. I'm watching. Whoa. Uh-huh. You got your movie in my movie. Like things were getting kind of <laughs> interesting there for a while. Uh, but then, yeah, after the after the screen goes down, it's just like, yeah, that's ah, enough about that. Anyway, here's some demons chasing people. <laughs> and, and you know what? Like, 
as fun as it is, you're right. Like, and, and, and just think about it. Like if this was a, a segment in an anthology, like you basically could have it end right when she rips through the screen. Like we know That's what true. would happen next. The, yeah. the demons are going to take charge and, and kill everybody. Like that would be a perfect place to end that. And that is where it starts to get not as good. So yeah, I, I, I think that, I think that it was a good idea for them to expand the the original concept to be an entire film, but to do that, they should have uh, you know written it better. <laughs> like they should have actually put the work in to make a better film overall. Um, but uh, again, I, I, it's a blast. Like I'm still it having fun, fun with man. it. Yeah. Although I thought the punks showed up way earlier for some reason in my yeah, head, it's, it's pretty in my late memory in the of the movie. It was like, yeah, they're showing up in that car doing the fucking coke out of the can and stuff uh-huh. way early on. But I just kept waiting and waiting and waiting. And it's like halfway through the movie, the the, the entire direction of the flick changes. And it's like, um, meanwhile, in this car of trauma characters, well, there's some punkery going on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it is, I feel like it is, it is definitely late in the movie for that to happen. But I did realize like kind of why it happens because they they have the theory that if they destroy the projectors it'll stop yeah they destroy the projectors cut to the punks so now like it gives us we're like oh did it work like we're not Mm. sure if what they they did worked and then we're with the punks for enough time that we're still not sure and then the punks go in and we find out oh no it didn't work it didn't work at all um <laughs> i i think like i understand why you do that but i feel like the movie would be improved by introducing the punks from the beginning yeah i think so i think so too man and that that car full of punks man you know we've got ripper we've got <laughs> Hot dog. Hot dog. Great punk name. Hot dog. Uh-huh. Baby pig. Baby pig. Um, who I, I can't help but feel like that was like supposed to be piglet. Yeah. Like maybe right? like Winnie the Pooh and That's piglet. That's a word. But we have like, that. <laughs> yeah. But the, the translation came through as baby pig, I guess. Uh-huh. And we also have uh, Yolandi from Deont Word in there. That's cool. <laughs> she goes way back. Nina is is She totally around. looks like Yolandi, right? Yeah, she looks she like does. Yolandi. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. It is funny too to just name her Nina. Like, why not give her a punk name too? Like, you know, trash is it like had Nina a punk Hagen name. though. Like, is it like a reference Ooh, to Nina? I don't know. Maybe, maybe so. Man, and they are in that car just fucking getting coked out of their minds, just gacking <laughs> it the fuck up until it's they so spill funny. the coke everywhere. And uh, I think it's Ripper gets super pissed at everybody, and they spend no, like, yeah, yeah, it's Ripper, yeah. It's like several minutes of the movie watching people like trying to get cocaine out of upholstery in a car. <laughs> it's like, I've got, dude, I've got characters I'm concerned about in this theater. And meanwhile, it's just like, oh, let me use this razor blade to scrape up cocaine onto this baby picture of myself <laughs> that I carry with me everywhere. What? I, uh, it, it yeah, it, it is so weird. I like it. But I also, like, don't, like, why? Like, who, what, like, whose mind thinks, like, okay, and then we'll have them, like, accidentally spill some of the Coke, but then, like, have to 
you know, get it up. Ha ha ha. That'll be a funny thing to end the scene on. Oh no, no. And then we show them getting it up. We show them yeah. with oh, we're gonna show razors yeah. just trying to get every bit of it up. And then we show uh, one of them trying to get it off of uh, Nina's uh, tits, but then he cuts her tits uh, for uh, some stupid fucking reason. But then we then we'll then we'll end the scene. That's when we end the scene, right? Sure, there. sure, sure. Yeah, that'll be there perfect timing. Great timing. <laughs> that scene with the fucking razor blade on the titties and stuff was the most high tension scene I've seen in a movie it, in a long time. I don't really tense. like messing around yeah. with razor blades anyway. No, but no. man, keep it away from a titty already. Come on, one hundred percent. Don't cut titties. I, I mean, unless I guess unless they have asked you and you you know what you're doing. I, I assume then you're a surgeon of some sort. Listen. It's not my thing. I'm not saying uh-huh. it shouldn't be anybody's thing, but it's definitely not my no, thing. No, titty cutting is not in my repertoire. <laughs> I don't mm. pull that one out ever. I like, much ooh. prefer them mint condition. Mint condition. Yeah. AC blows cold, low mileage, you know, <laughs> minty. I, listen, Pristine. if anybody out there has got AC titties, just let me know about it. And if you got AC, AC Slater titties that grow on the back, <laughs> let me know about That's those the back too. tits, yeah. yeah back yeah. titties, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that scene with uh, the fucking razor boobs, I was like, I, I don't need this right now. No thanks. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, that's not a fun scene at all. It, it is the most tense moment in the entire film, which is, n- that's an indictment for sure. Because it's a movie about demons. <laughs> it should have more <laughs> tense moments than that. Okay, it's a movie about demons, but it's also a movie about a guy who's definitely in love with another guy that has a secret passion oh, yeah. to be murdered by him by a samurai sword. Absolutely. Because, man, as soon yeah. as he starts feeling just a little under the weather, he's like, kill me with that samurai sword, yeah. dude. Penetrate fucking, me, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stick me, please. Yeah, like, he yeah. totally, he had been thinking about this for a while. Yeah, the you can tell. Yeah, I, presented but, itself and yeah, he's like now's my chance if you if you haven't watched it and you're you're gonna watch it after you listen to this pay attention ken and george they have a relationship i'm not saying they're gay i'm saying they're bi because they're obviously into these girls too they they're very into each other though like they like george is he's not like my friend uh is 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 hurt he's like my lover is hurt type of broken for sure up. like he yeah. is so broken up by george uh and then also they show George once he starts to turn. They have George like walking toward him with like the the hilt of the sword toward him, like asking him to kill him. And in the background, there's a Nosferatu poster, and it's the same angle. George, like Ken, is at the same angle, and he looks very similar to Nosferatu. And in the poster, Nosferatu is approaching a woman he's trying to oh. entrance. So there's definitely being a parallel made there that like these, you know, these two were, they're connected in a very strong emotional way. I I feel like it's uh, sexual. Like I feel so that that's definitely there. I can't argue with you. I can't yeah. argue with you. It definitely does seem like something is going on there. Yeah. And he <laughs> desperately wants to be murdered by his buddy with a yeah. sword. <laughs> Please stick this sword through me. But then he cuts his head off, which yeah, yeah. Eh, a little less sexual there. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I definitely think that was there. And I, I think it's like it's interesting because what we are being seen, I mean, are, are being shown like we look at now we look at punk characters 
And we're just like, yeah, like anybody might have pink hair today. Like you might, your, your nurse might have pink hair. It's no big deal. But the movie opens on that. Like it's a shock. Like yeah. a woman with pink hair. Can you imagine? Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of these people are fringe people. And also, you know what? Yeah. Okay. You've got me thinking though, because now that I think about it, now that we're uh-huh. talking about these, you know, so-called fringe people, uh-huh. and maybe maybe their latent uh, dark desires that they have to be razor boobed or samurai sorted. Uh-huh. Sure. There's there's also a couple in this that's making out, and they begin being strangled, and they're just like keep making out. Like yeah, this they is don't so hot. stop making out while being <laughs> strangled by a demon. <laughs> By also, yeah, being demon lassoed. <laughs> there's there's no indication she knows that man. He just sits down no. next to her in a movie theater and it's like, yeah, let's go. Uh <laughs> yeah. I I think that like because the movie is coming out in 1985. We are in the height of the AIDS epidemic. That's the true. The first two people to get infected are sex workers. Like mm. it seems, I mean, it's not saying anything. There's no depth to it, but it's definitely playing off the fear of of HIV for sure. Might be, I might feel be, like. yeah. And and it is, you know, spread through uh, fluid contact yeah. and mm-hmm. so forth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think you know they were making some. It, it's just a thing. I think anytime you're talking about uh, mid mid to late '80s horror movies, uh, you should consider. <laughs> the potentiality that HIV is, is being referenced because it was a huge part of, of the national consciousness. I mean, it would be like looking at a movie from 2020 and not assuming COVID has anything to do with it. Sure. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell so, you what yeah. else is part of the fucking uh, global consciousness uh, during this time period. Sick ass fucking metal. Dude, the soundtrack to this is so good. It's so good. Why is it so good? Like, it why does rips. it have fucking <laughs> it Motley Crue on it's it? So and <laughs> Billy <laughs> Idol. Billy Idol is on here. Like, yeah. What the fuck? There's no way they paid all these artists for those rights, right? Like, surely I they just put it in the movie wonder. and ask for it later. Like, I do wonder. Yeah. I wonder about that. Um, because, I mean, yeah, you got Claudio Simonetti. Of, of goblin doing uh the the original stuff which is is great awesome yeah awesome uh but the the soundtrack really shines with all the other music i mean they list it as though it had potentially been paid for so i i, I assume they did i assume they paid for the rights to these uh and it's it, it's got so many though like you're saying like it's got so many bigger names that it's it's wild to think of that but it is 85 like is metallica that big at this point i know billy mm. idol is i'm not gonna pretend that billy idol song was not like blasting on the radio or on mtv like crazy right. in 1985 yeah. but some of those other things may be a little more obscure and may not have cost as much money as we would assume but it's, maybe, it's so maybe. good yeah, it's fucking awesome. There's so much just loud ass metal through the whole movie, and at yeah. times it's like, I don't know, kind of in the tradition of movies like Phenomena, where you know, yeah, there's fucking mm-hmm. Motorhead and Maiden and shit on that yeah. soundtrack, just blaring loud and really bigger than came the at- scenes require. I don't yeah. care. It's fucking sick. Yeah, and they came out the same year. It- it's clear that Argento had like an idea. He's in his metal of- phase. <laughs> he was in his metal phase, and he was like, "Listen to me, Claudio." You gotta give me the metal. 
like at a Billy Idol or the music that the punks are listening to on the radio, whatever the fuck that is. Because that's not <laughs> metal at all. The punks are listening to the lamest music on the soundtrack. That's true. They are. What's going yeah. on? Like- <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be onto, onto something, though. I'm imagining Bava like, coming to Targento and being like, Dario, the, <laughs> the music for uh, the movie, what, what should it be? <laughs> Dario, what should it be? Metal. Listen oh, to okay. me, uh, Dario. Metal, metal. Okay, okay, okay. Now, now, Dario, I have the mask for the demon. What should the mask be made of? I don't know. <laughs> For, listen to me. A metal. <laughs> there is, okay, okay, I'm listening. I'm listening to metal. Okay, okay. I have the man who give, give out the ticket. He stalked the woman. He's a, he, he's, he's a man. He's scary. What is his face made of, Dario? I don't know. I, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> Lamberto! Metal! <laughs> metal, of course, it's the metal! It's always the answer with you, Adario. How you know so much? Ah, from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, my spaceship I come here in is made of the metal. <laughs> <laughs> he That's doesn't he know which metal. It's just no. um, it's some metal. All it's metal. certainly metal. <laughs> yeah, metal is his fucking favorite. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. The soundtrack in this is fucking awesome, man. And also, dude, I love any movie where surprise a helicopter falls through a roof. Why dude, not? It's it's out of nowhere, but um, instantly when it happened, I was like, holy shit, because that happens in The Walking Dead. And like, I mean, there are several times throughout this movie where I'm like, oh, these are obvious inspirations. Like her, uh, the, the, the sex worker who gets killed behind the screen coming through the screen, like uh, that scene aside from coming through the screen is very much, uh, the opening of scream Two. you know? Oh uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. But that, that helicopter falling through the roof that happens in the walking dead. And, um, it's a really cool scene. And I always wondered like, like, I, I gathered the idea of a helicopter landing on the roof of a grocery store because they're looking for food or whatever, but I, I it just seemed odd. It seemed like yeah. it had a <laughs> reference to it, and this is it. Like, it's, this is it. And it, it is odd. It doesn't make any sense how... Nope. Like, helicopters don't fall straight down, but this one seems <laughs> to fall straight down. <laughs> it makes no sense man and i also don't care because a guy gets to get inside it and then choppity choppity some demons oh man big fan of that it's so cool it's so cool yeah lucky for them though this was a fucking helicopter that was doing water missions that were hunting narwhals with their harpoon gun what yeah (laughs) how'd that get in there that i don't know to me like even though all those things are so cool, for some reason it's not. It doesn't feel as climactic as it should. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree totally, totally. Yep. Yeah, it is a little bit of a, a soft letdown after some of the crazy, like you know, demon violence and stuff that we've seen. I mean, the fucking the brutal ass like scalping that happens is fucking right. sick. There's been so much cool gore, and then it's like silent Terminator Man, who we know literally nothing about we don't know anything about his affiliation with this entire thing what stake he has in it is he himself a demon like 
I have no fucking idea. And he just kind of silently gets sort of like mashed down onto some rebar. Which is is kind of a letdown. But it's, yeah, like it doesn't even feel as cool as it is. Like when I say what you just said it out loud, like when I think about it, it sounds cool. But then when it happens, it really is just kind of like, oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. The real climax is uh, during the credits. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's that's when it really is like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I was I wasn't disappointed by the events, but disappointed by how the feel of it overall. Yeah, I think so, too, man. I mean, there had been a lot of cool stuff up to that point, but it didn't right. quite stick the dismount for me with that no. final confrontation. Uh, but but like you said, the entire movie is just so fun and stupid and, and fairly brief. Right. I mean, I, I can't hold it to like insane standards or anything. No, no, no. I, no I'm, I'm definitely uh, just trying to find things to complain about because uh, when I watch it, I still have a blast and don't really care about those things. Because right? uh, it, it is fun and it's short and it, it uh, has a great soundtrack and awesome gore. So, like, you know, I, 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 I really. I don't have major complaints, but I know it's it's nowhere near perfect. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's by by no means like the, you know, the best Italian horror movie. It's also not like the silliest Italian horror movie. No. Is, is it a is it a, a demon movie? Is it a zombie movie? Like it's kind of hard to say really. Uh but I will say it, it is it is a lot of fun watching it, man. Absolutely. So, I mean, if we're, I guess if we're rating it. Sure. Um, boy. Well, it's it's uh, definitely above middle of the road uh and and uh, you know, uh the type of thing that I would turn on any old time and 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 have a blast watching it. But it's it's got its issues, it's got its problems. Um a lot of that's made up for in aesthetic and 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 vibe and and things like that, but uh, you know, I, I can't put it too high. Uh, I'd say maybe like a six and a half would be. Yeah, that's fair. exactly where mm-hmm. I'm putting it to. I'll go six point six six just Ooh, to make it totally on yeah. brand. Okay, yeah. I'm I am wearing a shirt with the devil on it right now just to really get into character. Uh, so I I'm gonna agree six point six six. There we go, man. Fun watch. Look forward to hear what you guys think about this one over on our Facebook group, Instagram page, other social media outlets, which you can find on our Linktree page. Just look for that Linktree, Dead and Lovely, and you'll definitely find all you of will. our linky mm-hmm. dinkies including right. our Patreon page. Yep, patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely. Head on over there and listen to uh, Uncle Ben's uh, book, book club. That, I read a uh, book. Ben read a book, The Shining. Uh, go listen to that. It's fun time. Uh, also, we got the 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 Fast and Furious Hell Rankers. Uh, uh, got a uh, Conjuring verse Hell Rankers coming up this uh, September thirty first. What the last day of September? Uh, and we're actually gonna go see the Nun two uh, as well, which is coming out soon. So we might even record a mini episode on that. So. There's all sorts of extra material coming out for our Patreon patrons. Lord of mercy. Sign up. It can be yours over there on the dang old Patreon page. So don't delay. Sign up today. And be sure to listen to next week's mm-hmm. episode. I'm looking forward yeah. to this one. This will be Me fun. Too. 
<laughs> me too i'm excited i mean we followed up action august with just some pure good horror barbarian demons and of course critters fucking critters man that's right which i am unsure now that we're up on it uh-huh. if i have ever watched from start to finish i okay. don't think i yeah. have well it's gonna it's gonna be weird to you i think like because it is weird to me to me as well like that when I, I watched it a ton of times as a kid and i feel like my experience was just seeing like brief glimpses of it and being like <laughs> those things are funny and not really paying full attention the first time i watched it as an adult i was like what the fuck <laughs> like what is this <laughs> it's weird hell yeah Yeah. well I look forward to checking it out on next week's episode it will be a good time and hopefully we will see you guys there where I'll be Uncle Ben I'll be Hollywood Steve Woo! we'll be dead and lovely catch you guys then Bye. bye Ben, you know that O'Reilly's theme song? We all know it. Everybody oh, knows. oh, oh, O'Reilly's. Every time Auto I'm imagining parts. that that song, I'm just uh-huh. imagining a, like a woman who is being gone down on by O'Reilly, O'Reilly oh, himself. Oh, and she's like, oh, 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 oh O'Reilly's. Yeah. <laughs> he asked her. He, he was eating it so good. He was like, "Whose pussy is this?" And she was like, "It's O'Reilly's." Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he so knows here's his way the around thing. parts. Mm. <laughs> so everybody, everybody, everybody loves the O O O O'Reilly's bit. Not everybody throws in the auto parts, but I yeah, do. that's the best part. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. Well, is it? Because listen here, O O O O'Reilly's auto parts, nothing. That's all right. Mm. Here's what it is, though. Here's what people forget. Here's what sells it. Oh, 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 O'Reilly's auto parts. Yow! Boom. There's a yow. Yeah. The yow really, really caps it off. Yeah. That, listen, okay? This is it. They're in the studio. They've got it. They've got it down. They're like fucking O'Reilly's auto parts. Nailed it. And then somebody came in and they were like, it's good, but. It's not a banger, man. You're missing some. Yeah. You're no, we need the punctuation some. at the end of that musical sentence. And it is, yeah. Yow! And then that fucking musical break. Bow. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what fucking genius wrote that part in? Because that dude, really does put the entire that's thing what together. sells it. That's really what brings it. That's why we'll never forget it. We'll never forget it. That O'Reilly Steve song was crafted by a master. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. That's a renaissance man behind the wheel right there. <laughs> yow! Yow! <laughs> I wonder what the yow person's doing right now. They're out there yeah, right now. You know now. what? I think the yow is actually, though, that is to be like, you know, after you get your auto parts from O'Reilly's and you're working uh-huh. on your engine and you're just beating the shit out of your knuckles. Uh-huh. Yow! You know? That's the yow part. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. That was just a guy in the parking lot working on his carburetor. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they recorded it at a local O'Reilly's. <laughs> <laughs> Where inside of the car, somebody named somebody O'Reilly that was up. eating yeah. pussy. <laughs> yeah, somebody was eating somebody pussy. Somebody was eating pussy. Uh-huh. That, that's where they got the O-O-O O'Reilly. Uh-huh.
<laughs> and then the guy, yeah, bashed his knuckles with a uh, with yeah. a wrench, and he goes, "Yeah, like, wow, this is perfect. Just put music around it. That's probably how the jingle was formed. Actually, absolutely, just a candid recording. Yeah, they really just caught a nice little moment at an O'Reilly's Auto Park. <laughs> Love it. <laughs>